Jesus said, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but is from the Father who sent me. I said these things to you while I'm still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and will remind you of all that I've said to you. And he said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I'm going to the Father because the Father is greater than I. And now I've told you this before it occurs so that when it does occur, you might believe it. The Gospel of the Lord. I would like to think, as every pastor would, that some of you remember some of the things I preach around here longer than just the Sunday morning when you hear them. So I don't know what the statute of limitations is on that, even for myself. There are some sermons I remember from years ago, whenever that same particular text comes up again and again in a lectionary. And there are other times I'll come across something that I wrote or preached or taught about a thing or for a special occasion, but have no recollection whatsoever of ever thinking, let alone saying out loud and putting out into the universe those thoughts from the pulpit. But I do remember that when we first moved into the first iteration of our building here at Cross of Grace, the theme for my very first sermon was, Are We There Yet? I know some of you remember that moment in our life together, even if what I had to say about it didn't stick. It was Christmas Eve, 2003. The building was finished just enough so that we could gather on a very cold, very snowy, very icy December 24th. There was no paved driveway back here yet. We had to light the frozen muddy pathway back to this quote-unquote parking lot with some something like a hundred candlelit milk jug luminaries. Inside the building, there was no tile or carpet. The walls were not painted yet. We heated the place, sort of, with a couple of industrial-grade propane construction heaters, which I have to believe, looking back on it, violated more than several safety codes by someone's standards. So it was easy to ask and to wonder on that first Christmas Eve, are we there yet? Because as proud and accomplished and as close to the finish line as we felt, the obvious answer to that rhetorical question was no. There was still plenty yet to accomplish as far as this building and our infant little ministry were concerned. 
And this is how we're meant to feel still and always, I believe, when it comes to our life together at Cross of Grace and as God's people in the world. Are we there yet? No. In this bit from John's Gospel, when Jesus is praying and saying all these strange sort of discordant things to his disciples, notice that so much of it all is about the future. So much of it is about the promise of what's to come, about hope for tomorrow, about anticipation of all that is not quite yet. He says, those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. And he says, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and will remind you of all that I've said to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. I am going away and I am coming to you. And I have told you this before it occurs so that when it does occur, you might believe it. Again, it's all about God's future. God's promise of what's on the way. God's hope for tomorrow. God's anticipation of whatever is to come. Which to me means, as God's people, we are always, always, always still on the way. Even with a mortgage to burn. Especially with a mortgage to burn, the answer to the question, are we there yet, is no. Because as proud and as accomplished as we felt on that Christmas Eve in 2003, we knew we were just beginning in a million different ways. And it's so easy to see how much has changed so quickly in the last 18 or 19 years. And how much would not have changed had we stopped giving and stopped growing and stopped letting God have God's way with us around here. Back then, on that first Christmas Eve in the first phase of our building, we were still under the impression that we could even have Christmas Eve worship without hearing Steve Beebe sing, Oh, Holy Night. <laughs> The BBs weren't here yet. We didn't know any better. Back then, Jackson Havel, who graduates on Friday, people, was in utero. <laughs> Helping his mother light all those luminaries up and down the driveway in the freezing cold snow. Back then, Giannis Yadelson was still happily bossing people around. <laughs> Bernie Augustine was still greeting everyone, everyone, everyone who walked through the door. Back then, Linda Sevier didn't even know she wanted to work in a Lutheran church, let alone to join one. <laughs> Back then, there was no Stephen ministry. Back then, we hadn't made a single trip to Haiti let alone help to build a brand new women's clinic, a school, and 50 houses now with Zami Banwa. Back then, we didn't have a worship band. 
Back then, Cross of Grace didn't know Amanda Terrell or Jeannie Ellenberger. We hadn't met Pastor Aaron. We hadn't called or sent Pastor Terry. So Roots of Life didn't exist yet either. Back then, there was no food pantry or labyrinth or columbarium. Back then, Scott Nellis, Emily Michaelis, and Caitlin Ferry weren't seminary graduates either. And I'd like to think we had something to do with inspiring those three. And if none of these names ring a bell, if you weren't a part of any or all of these memories from back in the day, that is exactly my point. In fact, I won't ask you to stand, but raise your hand if you were not here in 2003 for our first worship service in this building. Each and every one of you and the abbreviated litany of things we've accomplished over the years is exactly how I know we weren't there yet when we worshiped in our building on that first Christmas Eve. So as we set fire to our mortgage today and celebrate how much more we'll be able to give away through our building and outreach fund going forward, as we turn in our general fund commitments toward the operational budget for the year ahead, as we return our offerings of time and talent, promising to help ministry happen around here in all the ways I hope we're going to turn in those time and talent sheets anyway. The answer to that question, are we there yet, is still a resounding no, as far as I'm concerned. There are still too many people who, for any number of reasons, don't know how much love God has for them. There are still so many houses to build in Haiti and faith communities like Roots of Life to help support. There's still room to be made. There's still welcome to be extended. There's still so much grace to share. There are still so many people in or coming into this community who don't know how much fun and how much meaning a congregation like ours can bring into their life and for the sake of this world. So I hope we will do all of what we're up to today with the same kind of promise hope and anticipation Jesus was talking about. I hope we'll do it with the same kind of promise, hope, and anticipation which we're called to live as God's people in this world. I hope we'll do it all with the same kind of promise and hope and anticipation that has always inspired and called us forward in this place. Are we there yet? No. We can't even be sure what there looks like these days, especially as people in the church. But we've learned around here that the way is holy, even when it's hard sometimes. And we've learned that we are blessed and better for it when we follow God's lead. And I'm so grateful to mark this mortgage-burning milestone with each and every one of you, wondering with all kinds of hope, all kinds of anticipation, all kinds of faith, who's going to join us next? 
for whatever God has in store and whatever that next or there might look like along the way. Amen.